0: It's a very floral shirt. It's Waratahs. It's Waratahs. Waratahs, mate. Is that a brand of shirt?
1: Um, no, They're just that's the flower that's on there. Oh, how do you know what the flower is? Because um, I got it for a party that was like, you have to dress in... Um, like happy clothes I don't, that wasn't the theme but that's what I interpreted it as <laughs> and I was like well, well, m- all my wardrobe is black or navy blue torn so I thought I have to buy a shirt and then this was one that I didn't want to buy a shirt and like not ever use it again so I got like a shirt that I, is a bit party a bit of a bit of a fun bit of a fun vibe uh, but still very wearable In a, uh, you know, casual setting. It's the kind of shirt
0: that I think dads wear on a beach holiday.
1: No, no, it's not.
0: Like, that's the kind of shirt that a slightly overweight man with a beer gut and a newspaper under his arm and thongs on wears as he goes down to the corner shop to get a, you know, a loaf of bread for his family at the caravan park
1: yeah well, you're incorrect about that, um however, I did just leave to get a bottle of wine in my slippers. I've got some dad <laughs> slippers um and I did kind of feel like a like a dad who's kind of given up well, which in I a way mean, I am really Yeah, in what way though? Well, I've given up okay,
0: yeah you're not um, not really a dad though, are you.
1: Not in a literal sense. Yeah.
0: You do have that sort of dad spirit, I think, which is just generally
1: not being responsible. Um, I'm, I would agreed with you for the first part of that sentence. What's your dad spirit? Um, my dad spirit? I think I definitely have a, a dad energy, which is like, I think, but like a fun dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, a guy that, or
0: you, or you, a guy that you buys his, his kids ice cream. For- on, uh, like, a morning breakfast kind of thing.
1: Definitely. Like, like when, when I have kids, I'm definitely going to be, like, if uh, whoever the mother ends up being, um, you know, has rules, like, you don't give the kids ice cream. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm definitely giving the kids ice cream behind your back. <laughs> I'm going to be that kind of, ba- kind, that kind of dad.
0: <laughs> the kind of dad which doesn't last very long in the relationship before uh, the conflict boils over and you end up separating destroying your children's lives well, lu-
1: <laughs> well luckily if it comes to that then I can uh, I'll just make another hold the sex <laughs> you know
0: yeah both good options I
1: won't put it out for a week see how she likes it <laughs> <laughs> she'll
0: probably be relieved
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to deep are you right? yeah oh uh, yeah
0: I, I, you're right. I wasn't feeling that intro just yet. Oh let's talk about me for a bit.
1: <laughs> that was a premature intro. I like it though. We do we do kind of have to you do kinda of have to feel it. You gotta feel it. You got yeah. yeah, I've never I've never done it, but No, no, no. Um but you get the sense. We both know when it's right. <laughs> yeah. Are we still talking about this podcast?
0: Um I'm doing pretty well. I have been off the back of uh I'm coming up on two weeks of nine to five work and say like eight to eleven nights so it's like been a little bit of a uh sort of a busy period and uh definitely felt it last weekend um had fought off a little bit of the sniffles this week but other than that doing pretty well enjoying sort of being back in an office nine to five that's quite fun hanging out with friends again that's quite fun feeling like you got projects on the go which you need to be paying attention to. That's quite fun. So even though it's like tiring, it's also been quite satisfying. So yeah, I'm good. I'm, fun I'm, busy. Yeah, fun busy. And then it's only one more week and um from next Friday I'll be sort of finished up at the office and I can go back into my more normal freelance routine, which will be good and and uh yeah, but for this little period it's been nice to to you know, sort of have to push a little bit, which is the downside of the freelancer sort of vibe. Is that it can be a little bit complacent when you're sort of self-directed and you're at your
1: own pace a bit more. Man, I would not do well at that. Yeah, if it was if it were up to me to to uh, do anything for myself, I wouldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> Just anything. at all. Just any. You Anything, know, really. human
0: maintenance, Anything. groceries, yeah, just nothing would happen.
1: No, that's that's what I would do. <laughs> They're like two of my favorite things. Oh, okay. Grooming myself <laughs> and going to the shops. I do know that so about I'd you. I'm pr- constantly going out to do those things. Are you the kind of person who
0: would deliberately not buy a week's worth of groceries so that you could go back for an opportunity to just go shopping for something else?
1: Hell no, dude. Because I'll go to the I'll go to the gro- I'll go to the supermarket when the when we've got everything. I've told you before that I just go to the supermarket sometimes just to kill some time, <laughs> just because I love it. I love being at the supermarket. It's the best. <laughs> so, it's the best. I don't know. I think,
0: uh, yeah, I do remember this conversation, but I don't think I t- truly embedded in my brain that you just go there to hang out.
1: How? Yeah, man. <laughs> they uh, they have
0: all the stuff. There. Do you know your people at the at the grocery store? Because I feel like I know my peeps.
1: Well, in Adelaide, I definitely did. Yeah. We probably yeah. would have, have I told, have, have we spoken before? There was a guy, right? We yeah. probably went to the same supermarket at those only shops for a, a great part of our lives. Yeah. There was a guy there that would go and we named him as a family, Mr. Stinky. And he was there. <laughs> it was funny because dad would always go to the shops at like 8.30 because then they'd like be throwing everything out and mark everything down. And then he'd go to sweep up the sales. And then he would come home and be like, huh, saw Mr. Stinky again. He's there at 8.30. He's he's always there. And then I realized that dad knew he was always there because dad was always there. <laughs> so dad, dad was Mr. Stinky to Mr. Stinky. Yeah. Both metaphorically, if not literally. Um. Well, that is debatable. But um, <laughs> they were both there doing the same thing, just trying to clean up the bargain. But lo- one of them... One of them had a ponytail and looked like he didn't really have much going for him. And, and the, the other, other was one Mr. was Stinky. Mistinky. Damn it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, welcome to Deep Ford everybody. Oh, this is a uh, thinky Talkie podcast. Mm-hmm. We uh, we check in every couple of weeks with uh, a friend and just muse about the world together. It's quite nice and we do it with love.
1: Seeing through Did the you internet the
0: weather. What?
1: Did you say the weather? No. <laughs> they, so but it is gonna be twenty
0: one degrees and sunny tomorrow, so everyone packing a lot. We should
1: certainly do the weather. <laughs> but but just for a random count, A random city, we should do the weather. Yeah, we'll just check in. So good.
0: Um
1: sorry to interrupt you.
0: Seeing through the internet with me, interrupting our classic intro vibes. Michael with no last name. Hi. Nick And I'm Nick Shadle Nick Say hi
1: Nick Shadle Nick Hi Has Hey it Google it in the reverse? Who is Nick Shadel? Boop
0: boop Sorry I'm not sure how to help with that Hey wow.
1: Google Is Nick Shadle a cunt
0: Apologies I don't understand
1: mm. Neither do I I really <laughs>
0: You'd think that Google had indexed that by now Um Yeah <laughs> I genuinely did not expect there to be an actual Google in your house.
1: Just set that up. Uh, it's great. Um, so, what, do you, I what only do you use it to check the weather? Uh-huh. Hey, uh huh. Um, hey, Google!
0: No, it's not going to work. You're wearing earpieces. No. Um, what's the weather right
1: now? Hey, Google, what's the weather right now? Sorry.
0: Right now in Brunswick West, it's 24 and clear. There you go. Tonight, it's predicted to be 22 and mostly cloudy.
1: Sometimes she goes on a
0: bit. Yeah. I didn't ask about the clouds, Google. Does does the OK Google person have a name? Uh, or are you no. just speaking to the disembodied yeah, voice just... of Google? Because, uh, you know, Alexa's Alexa. She's a person. Siri, <laughs> yeah. well, my Siri's and a guy, Siri, but, Siri. you know, Siri's, he's got a character. He's got, you know, some flavor to him. I don't like Why is your Siri a guy? Because I only want intelligent men speaking to me. <laughs> Daddy issues, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I changed Siri because it's sexier. Um, <laughs> the uh, only... Uh, the, when you're speaking to OK Google, you're only getting like the disembodied robot voice of Google itself, right? It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a character. I want to speak to yeah, Mister no, Clippy,
1: you know? Sure. Who sounded like what again?
0: It looks like you're trying to make a table.
1: He definitely did have a high pitch voice. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, in my head, he was kind of like had like an Essex voice as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Is this your impression of the week, Mr.
0: Clippy? It's actually not Mr. Clippy. I think it was just Clippy. Um, the Essex-born, like, I guess, dictionary writer or, like, accountant? To be honest, I don't actually know what an accent, Essex accent sounds like. Well, I, I like that you already have preconceived notions about a place that you haven't been to. Um,
1: I was really scared for you for a bit because I, I was actually in Handorf when I was just like checking my phone in handoff in Adelaide and then I saw Christchurch and then I thought "Fuck, Christchurch is a small place. I know that. And then it was just like every report that I kept coming in was like, it's worse. It's, like it was like worse than the last thing. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. What if, what if I've lost my little Nikki. It was pretty,
0: pretty fucking surreal to be honest. Um, it was pretty, pretty surreal. Um, I think most people listening will have heard about what happened. There was a terrorist attack on a mosque um, here in Christchurch in which one person with a semi-automatic rifle killed 50 people. Um, was it one person? Because I initially thought I heard three. I, be- and I then- believe it was one. There were three. Actually, to be honest, I don't know the the most recent update about the news. They They arrested four people. One of them was released after the fact because... It turns out he was just a concerned parent and he'd heard there'd been a shooting on the, um, uh, you know, in the area. He'd gone to pick up his kids from school and he'd taken a gun with him and then got caught by police and arrested. But they just let Jesus. him out. <laughs> um, then there were two other people and I'm not sure of their status, um, to be honest, which is probably lax of me. Um, but one person was a, a, a caught, arrested, taken to court the next day, um, charged with murder. Um, I suppose the best way to sort of describe what it was like is to describe what I was doing that day. And I don't know if that's indulgent yeah. or not. Um,
1: no, it's not. No, I think that's a bit, I think you should do that.
0: So I was, I was, it was my, it was the Friday before I was going to um, start up back work at the office. <clears throat> and so I was doing a few like little last minute errands. Um, I was getting, uh, I was in town, I was getting a haircut. Um, and, it was like um, which was when it was happening. Um, yeah. And I was just getting a haircut in the salon. And, you know, you're not checking the news. Even if there was news, I don't know. It would have necessarily broken yet. Um, so I had a haircut. I was like right in the guts of town and the um, shootings were sort of outside of the city square, if you like, city centre. Um, mm-hmm. So I finished up with my haircut. I was killing an hour before another appointment. And so I just crossed the road and went and got some chicken and chips and sat in an empty bar and ate some chicken and chips. Um, and then as it got closer to my next appointment, I left um, and was driving out of the city and started to hit this kind of weird traffic. And It was, you know, about, I don't know, maybe quarter to three or something like that. And it, it was just like unusual, the amount of sort of cars banked up in places that there aren't normally cars banked up. And I never have the, um, the radio on in my car. Um, So I was, I was not switched into any news over the radio and I had not been, you know, uh, I hadn't seen any headlines or anything. So I was completely in a bubble. And as it just so happened, I was driving off to this next appointment, which was to get a massage. And I literally drove past the car bomb, um, which this guy had set up in his car to try and take out. Which was not related. Which was the guy's? I mean, is that the case? Yeah.
1: I heard that the car bomb was not related. See, this is where I um, I should really have got. Which myself I did think today. was very weird that that the that the when i heard that the car bomb wasn't related i think how the fuck are the chances of that
0: yeah i don't i don't i don't know whether or not that the police or something have information about this that they haven't yet revealed to the public because it's still under investigation i don't know how much of it is like oh there was a whole gang of people who were working together whether it was one person who did the shooting and just complete coincidence that something else was going on either way um i found myself you know, sort of winding through because I was heading to this massage, which was in a direction and a route that I wouldn't normally have taken. And I just was hitting these banks of cars. And then I came up to this intersection and the lights were doing that sort of flashing yellow, which is that classic kind of like slow down or warning sign at an intersection. And I thought, oh, um, the, the lights are out. That's why everything's so slow and banked because... The intersection's not working. And then we sort of crawled a little bit closer and I saw that there were police there and I thought, Oh, well, they've got a police officer there. So there's someone like manually, you know, waving through you guys stop. Okay. Now everyone else crosses the other way. It's like a traffic cop there to sort of fix it till this light gets resolved. And then I got a little bit closer and then I realized that one of the streets was barricaded off with police barricade. Um, And I thought, Oh, okay. I wonder if there's been an accident or something. And then I got closer again and I realized that every cop on the street was fully flat-jacketed, like, uh, they call them AOS, I think, Armed Defender Squad, like like STAR or or SWAT-type cops. And they were all holding the biggest guns I'd ever seen in my entire fucking life. It looked like (laughs) gigantic, right? Serious rifles. And they're walking up and down in front of the street and I thought so do you think
1: do you know if by this time they had caught this guy
0: this was three o'clock so I would imagine they had yeah okay it it would have been either going down or or about to go down it it, I think it was um yeah right around the time um and so when I saw these cops I was thinking oh okay that's not that's not a light out, you know, that's not, (laughs) that's not just a, a traffic fuck up. Um, and I looked down this street as I passed and I saw like this crashed car, um, or like on the side of the curb. And I was thinking, okay, what the fuck is that? And the only conclusion in my head at that moment was maybe they were like chasing a criminal or something like someone had escaped and they'd like got into a car chase or something strange which is like it it just didn't add up and i couldn't work out what the hell's going on but even at that point because it's so absurd and heightened my head wasn't going oh there was a terrorist attack you know it just it doesn't doesn't compute in that way So imagine in Christchurch it'd be the last thing on everyone's. Yeah, it just it it just literally was not. When I saw it, even though I saw people walking around with like semi-automatic rifles, (laughs) and like blocked off streets and everything, my thought was, well, it's probably just like a guy got loose from jail, you know. (laughs) Um, And so I went off and I had this massage, (laughs) and so I put my phone down. And, you know, I was, you know, unplugged for an hour, an hour and a half. And then it gets to, so that's probably just after four o'clock, four, four fifteen, 15, say. Um, and I get my phone again and I look at my phone and there are like eight missed texts. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I open up uh, the phone and there's, like 12 Facebook messages from people. And then I start to get a little bit of that like chill in the stomach of like, okay, something's, something's happened. And the scariest fucking text.
1: Sorry. What go on? So what, what were the type of texts? You probably were just about to say that. Hey,
0: just checking. You're okay. Hey, where are you? Hey, I just wanted, you know, just need to hear from you. Hey, um, are you all right? and then the worst so not actually tell it, not actually saying no. what it is no like, it's
1: kind of assuming you already know
0: yeah and then i look... So what did
1: you think at that time what so did, i didn't your, know what was your imagination going i i I
0: it, I it probably didn't have time to get too far into the imagination because the first thing that i did when i saw that was google what the fuck was going on Sorry, uh, what'd you google In fact, actually, I think probably what happened was Sean told me. So Sean had texted, and this was the scariest one. It was like he texted, hey, are you all right? And then I'd been at a massage, and it had been like half an hour or 45 minutes or something like that, and he texted again. And he said, hey, dude, please text me that you're all right. And I was like, fuck, fuck, what the fuck is going on? Um, And so I texted back being like, yeah, I'm okay, what's up? And he said there's been a terrorist attack. <laughs> and that was so fucking weird, right? Yeah, so I yeah. like sat out the front of this massage parlor um, and I s- sort of had this realization because I chatted with the masseuse as I got in like, oh, traffic was a bit weird. They just like they'd blocked off this street when I came over. Yeah. And yeah. then I sat there and like trying to read through everything that had gone on in sort of disbelief, um, and suddenly realized, oh, I think I drove past that car bomb. Um, that's horrifying. Like it was, I saw the, I saw the car. It was right next to me, you know, like it was a hundred meters away, 150 meters away, maybe, um, which is closer to a car bomb than I think anyone really wants to be. Um, which is not to diminish the the rest of what was going on around the, the city. Um, but I sat in that car sort of immediately just reading all the news articles and trying to work out what people were saying to do. And all of the advice was stay inside. And I was sitting in my car in front of <laughs> a massage parlor thinking, what well, does that mean? I need to go back inside and stay there or does that mean i should go home as quickly and safely as i can and i decided to go home um so i spent the next like probably 20 minutes in the car responding to everyone and letting people know at home that i was all right and then also checking in and sending messages to all my friends and making sure that they were okay And that's a really weird fucking text to be sending to people. Hi, really hope you're alive. You know, how are you, are you okay? Um, very, very strange kind of mood.
1: Did you, did you, um, did you, was it, were your Muslim friends a priority when you were seeing those texts? I don't have any Muslim friends over here, unfortunately.
0: Um. So it was, uh, it there was none that immediately I needed to check in with, um, okay. but because Christchurch is particularly small um, and the, the explicit nature of what had gone on hadn't really come out yet in full, it was unclear whether or not the target had been just Muslims or, you know, I believe that there were people who were just walking past one of the mosques who got caught up in it as well um so uh, it it was it was basically a check-in with everyone um and then the uh so then i got home and it was probably i don't know just after five and i started to hear back from everyone and, and had a sense that um like everyone was that I immediately knew was okay, um, and then it was just this strange sense of the city just being in complete lockdown, and I, at, 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 like mm-hmm. almost it, like I, I feel naive about it in retrospect. But at about seven o'clock, I thought, oh, well, it's getting towards dinner time." You know, I feel kind of like takeaway, um, and so I rang up a takeaway place, and the number just like rang out, and then I was like oh, shit, like, everything is shut down. And I know that's so stupid, right? <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> like, there was a terrorist not, attack because, and I wanted a pet Because it's thai. so real,
1: because <laughs> um, I think everyone would be like, so uh, what's the Uber Eats situation right now? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and, yeah, it was just like, and then I was like, oh, yeah, that was dumb. Um, and so... You know, That's it's not dumb though. No, That's but it, yeah, I mean, look, it, it more just the reality that sort of hits in. And then, you know, all through the night you're hearing helicopters just circling, just constant helicopters, which in most likelihood were medivac choppers coming in from different cities to, to help like. collect some of the injured people and take them to hospitals. Um, was it not close to a hospital? Yeah, there is a hospital there, but it, there was, you know, <laughs> thirty Overrun. victims. Um, some of them were kids, so they, it, you know, they could they took some kids to Starship, which I think is, you know, a better kid facility, and you know, it, it was all hands on deck, um, and the yeah, so the the choppers were also probably other police forces being flown in, some of the military coming in um but like all night there was just this sound of <laughs> just yeah like unease in the air you know um yeah and it, it, yeah everyone was just it's so it's so hard to to describe exactly what it felt like um in terms of the city you know, like I can describe what it felt like as an individual, but it's very hard to communicate how the city sort of felt wrong in a way that's, yeah, hard to verbalise. Um, mm. And so the that night sort of it was a little bit fitful in that respect and you started to hear all the different perspectives on it from different people. So I have a few teacher friends And so I was hearing from my teacher friends um, the way that like all of the schools in the city were put into lockdown, right? And uh, so uh, all of the classrooms were locked and the kids were in, which is their standard procedure. And it was off the back of the police guidance. But what that meant was teachers were dealing with freaked out kids for literally up to five hours, locked in a room together with no food, often no toilets, um, no entertainment, they were lying on the floor, you know, <laughs> uh, waiting for news over the intercom about what was happening. Um, it, it the like one of my friends was describing how uh, people were like throwing up with anxiety or pissing in bins because wow. they had nowhere to to go or crying because. They were getting hungry, and freaked out. And then the parents of the kids were freaking out because they wanted to get them out of school. So they were coming, like cu- charging into the to the school grounds to try and grab their kids and get them home. But the lockdown procedure is we don't open the door to anyone. So there's freaked out parents literally banging on the um, the school like classroom windows screaming at the teachers
1: let me get my uh, kid let me get this
0: and like freaking wow. everyone the fuck out inside including Jeez. their own kids and the teachers Jeez. are in this position of having to say I can't let you in I can't let you oh. in you know the police have told us we're not going to let in so that the parents are having a meltdown outside in the school grounds fuck. and the pe- the the teachers who have never been in this situation either and are also concerned for their own families and friends and things as well are having to be this kind of uh, protective membrane for the kids, pretend that everything's okay while not knowing what's going on, that, you know, trying to confiscate phones from all the kids so that they can't, A, see the live stream video of the terrorist attack of people being slaughtered, B, find out what's happening from friends or... um, uh, news articles and things and freak out the other kids but of course if you've got a, a class with 30 people or even like one of those big connected classrooms with 160 kids if one person still has it and finds out all of a sudden all of the school class knows there's a shooting and starts freaking out so you have teachers you know lying on the ground with their students for hours on end trying to keep them calm as they're like f- losing their minds what do you Parents. Say to them? Exactly. That's what, that's the, yeah, it's just insane. Parents outside who are melting down and are being ordered to get off the school property, you know, by the principal because they're not allowed to come in and they're freaking out all the kids. So they're standing around in the car park there waiting to get their kids out while, you know, being understandably, you know, concerned for their children's safety and their own safety. Um, So like that night was you'd start to get this filtered in information where you're like, oh, fuck, one of my friends spent the afternoon trying to pretend everything was okay to kids during a terrorist attack. Um, And then, you know, over the course of the weekend, the school would keep updating and say, hey, um, you know, on Sunday, we need you to call all all of your kids parents and just check how they're doing you know, um, emotionally after the event and also did the parents have any feedback about the lockdown process? Um, Not, not because it was wrong because, you know, it was what the police had ordered all the schools to do, but, you know, I think as a, they needed, (laughs) needed to let the parents vent their fear and anger at the teacher's face, even though it wasn't their fault in order to try and reestablish trust with the school or whatever. Um, Yeah. So that that's kind of crazy, and then, you know, hearing from um, friends whose one of my friends' friends' dad died in the shootings. My housemate's yeah. girlfriend's. Um,
1: Your housemate's girlfriend died.
0: No, no, no. My, that was me trying to pausing as I thought of the connection. My housemate's girlfriend's f- friend lost four people lost basically her entire immediate family um in 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 like one afternoon so you start to hear like actual people that you know who've who've lost or you know second you know close people that you know who actually were impacted or you know i have friends who worked at the hospital and they were talking about just what an awful 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 night that was, you know, dealing with just (laughs) just 80 people either murdered, like like dead on the spot, or died on transit, or severely critically ICU, like injured, um, with all hands on deck, with police barricade out the front, because... They had no idea whether or not there were multiple attackers and thus whether the hospital itself was going to be subject of another attack from someone who wanted to try and finish off what the other dude had started, you know? Uh,
1: <laughs> it,
0: yeah, it's just... It was such a s- surreal experience. It, it, Yeah, it it's very hard to describe... Um, and then even like even tomorrow, like there's the National Memorial is tomorrow. That's two weeks, um, and a week ago, uh, uh, so last Friday, there was a um, sort of a prayer service held effectively by the mosque that had the shooting. Um, one of the imams there led a service in the park outside where it happened, and it was. Publicly attended, including by the prime minister, um, and probably ten to fifteen thousand people um, turned up just to sit in silence for half an hour and listen as they um, did the, you know, the one thirty sort of afternoon prayer, and the imam talked about the aftermath of it, and he was he was literally there on the day; he, he literally saw it. And then a week later he was standing in front of fifteen thousand people singing and and reflecting on what had happened and it was you know spine tingling it was incredibly moving and powerful and haunting uh yeah it was it has it has truly sort of shook this city,
1: yeah it seems like um seems like the kind of things that would change the city too.
0: I mean, the interesting thing is Christchurch had the quakes. It had devastation at an insane level. Um, And it sort of fostered resilience a decade ago in the aftermath of hundreds of deaths. Um,
1: Right.
0: And it has seen its own ability to come back together its own resilience uh in the face of loss Um, so in a strange way it kind of felt or feels inevitable that the city would persevere that it wouldn't it wouldn't cower under the weight of the terrorism Um, yeah Right. But that doesn't make it less powerful for having mm-hmm. done so. Yes. It just makes it easier to believe in the strength and the unity of the city.
1: Also, what does that mean? What does like uh, what does that mean in like a tangible sense? Like with nine eleven and stuff like that was often said about. You know, when New York was strong, you know, we can get through this, you know, this is unified us or something like that. I don't know. Is that just like, what does that actually mean? It's like, the, the sense of unity,
0: the sense of community. Is that what you're asking?
1: Yeah. When people <laughs> say that we're resilient as a city, like what does that actually, how does that actually si- mean The city itself?
0: is, is po- probably like a mis mislabeling of it because it, it's talking about effectively the people. Um and I think what what you...
1: What but are there any examples of... Um, are there any examples of, like, devastate devastation happening to... I guess there probably are. Devastation happening to a city and they just, it's just ruined them. Um, I'm or is sure. It- uh, yeah, I mean,
0: I'm sure that there are historical examples of cities that basically got wiped off the map. I'm sure there are even modern examples of cities that have had Uh, I mean, you could look at, this is, you know, this isn't my area of expertise, but I think you could argue that uh, something like uh, Venezuela or Brazil or something like that have cultural problems or political or financial or economic problems that have affected spaces and changed the feel or, or dynamic or vibes of a location due to... Those kind of circumstances and prevented, mm. you know, and not really being able to capture what they were. Um, yeah,
1: I guess it. Is, I guess it is the
0: vibe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but as I can give you it sort it of a sounds. manifest example of, of what I think sort of the unity was. Like I, uh, I don't. I'd never been to um, an Islamic prayer, you know, session before. I don't know if you have, um, but seeing. Ten to fifteen thousand people a week after a, a terrorist attack come together to support uh, the Muslim community, which had been absolutely devastated, um, and surround them literally, physically, um, surround them as they prayed, um, sitting in silence as you know the imam sung uh wearing headscarves for the you know if you're a woman covering your ankles and your um arms if you're a, a guy um and sitting you know cross-legged on the lawns in solidarity with a, a a minority that you know for many people was not you know a daily part of their lives i think that was a fairly significant example of the spirit of resilience coming together to say hey don't be afraid we're here as well
1: um, yeah a unification and I, yeah and I yeah.
0: expect it'll be similar tomorrow the um, uh, I, had, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say like the the nation's news readers um, that evening were wearing headscarves the the national call to prayer was broadcast on radio and public like, like all the TV stations across subsequent days. Like there has never really been as prominent a foregrounding of the Islamic faith in a Western community that I can really think of. Uh, no. Well, I'm at that that's probably naive. There, there probably are other examples, but it's certainly in New Zealand. I don't think there's ever been anything like it, and and it's also particularly exemplified by Jacinda Ardern, um, who was absolutely terrific from the the first moment in showing nothing but empathy in embracing people. She 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 literally became. Uh, meme seems almost like like uh, to diminishment but the the imagery uh, in a scientific sense the imagery of her embracing the community of her seeming so touched and moved and heartbroken of yeah, the language and the speech that she said exactly it was iconic it was you know it drew international praise and respect it
1: um, she was she was so good it was annoying it was, yeah. I mean, I, I, it didn't, it, it didn't hit annoying. To, I was just like, Oh, just shut up. Perspective. Like we get it. You're, you're the best leader ever. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, yeah, that, that, and as well, like
0: she, she, there's so many examples of how,
1: uh, and she was a DJ dude. <laughs> yeah. <and> she <laughs> she, she, she DJed. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like the there's so many ways that it can go wrong, and in fact, there are so many aspects of our, you know, even in the liberal community, the the sense of tolerance is not acceptance or inclusion, um, which is 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 better than antipathy, but is often you know more words than actions when it comes to saying, oh, you know, the members of the Muslim community are an important part of Australian culture, and that's about as far as it goes but when you actually see true compassion and inclusion and ex- and deference and and emotion it it does draw into sharp contrast how effectively hollow so much of the politics around that is we've done yeah. elsewhere
1: well i think she was it was her um conduct during this whole thing has been not only um, so beneficial to New Zealand as a nation, but um, kind of um, collateral collaterally the amount of praise that she 's gotten for her for the way that she 's held herself and led the country it's like she 's gotten worldwide praise for it, and you can only imagine that it would it would trickle through to uh, other nations yeah. in certain... terms of, like, well, this is, how, this is how Jacinda handled herself during this time of um, crisis. Yeah. The PR-wise, it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, we, we should be learning from that, so it might, like, set the tone. Yeah. For... Like, I literally saw some,
0: you know, um, Muslim commentary sort of thing saying this is how you should do it like this is this is it well well done you did it um yeah. wearing you know it, like you said it's iconic like, like wearing a black grieving headscarf and embracing a woman who lost
1: someone it, 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 it's one of those images you know it's just not not cultural appropriation though
0: no because that was a, a thought shot, that shot was a genuine thought that
1: i that i thought yeah, that might. If I, 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 did think at one point, I was like, "Oh, this might be something that she could potentially get backlash for."
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think, if she hadn't in her other words and actions and stuff, maybe that would have been riskier. But I, I think because so clearly it was genuine, it 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 wasn't an issue. And in the same way, when you know, you're going to a memorial last week, there was a message from the council being like. Uh, re- advising people, hey, there's a bit of a dress code for prayer um, in a Muslim community, so don't show your ankles, cover your head if you're um, female, you know, that sort of thing. And walking That's in, I was I was mm-hmm. wondering, okay, is that... What's that going to look like? Is it going to be a whole bunch of white people um, in cosplay, you know? And, and in yeah. reality, it, it wasn't. It was... It was again to come back to that abstract concept. It was kind of unity. It was when you looked at the uh, the, one of the most again sort of beautiful and poetic, uh, heartbreaking kind of comments that was made off the back of that um, that prayer event was one of the imams or speakers I think um, said that he looked over the crowd and he couldn't tell who was Muslim and who wasn't, who wasn't because they were all wearing (laughs) headscarves. Sorry,
1: because they're all covered up.
0: (laughs) Well, because (laughs) what, you know, how do you tell them apart? It it was, we're all, that's the, that's been the phrase, you know, we are, we are them. They're us. That's been the,
1: the sentiment. Um, and I find that, yeah, kind of heartening. It is heartening. It is, um, yeah, on the on the guy that did it. Um, oh, and that's I the other thing up. that I loved about Jacinda yeah.
0: Ardern was that she Didn't said, said she would never say his name, and I think that's the right
1: way to do it. And so we're going to reveal it here on Deep Four. <laughs> 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 I
0: genuinely, I don't know what his name is. They've they they none of the New Zealand media covered it.
1: I do. I'll text it to you. <laughs> it was a shit name. It was a shit name, if that makes anyone feel better. Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> Apart from everything else, like, first of all, how narcissistic. What a narcissistic action. Yeah. Um, and moronic. You idiot. Tactically, okay, you're going to go to a mosque, kill a bunch of Muslims. What the fuck do you think is going to happen now? You fucking idiot. Just like create anger against New Zealand for fucking he what he was radicalized on the internet right fucking supposedly fucking idiot supposedly he did go he did travel a lot didn't he he went to like Pakistan he went oh to no North that's North not Korea what I, that's recently.
0: not what I was implying no I I think that's the you weren't implying gen- that it's
1: a false flag attack because that <laughs> I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I didn't. Watch a few videos on YouTube saying that it was a false flag effect. Why? I just, I like to see, I like to see what those people are saying. I, those videos are fucking interesting. Also, it's the, it's, it is 100% the type, mostly male, 100% the type of people that also think that uh, Sandy Hook was a false flag. Basically, Infowars <laughs> followers. It, what? You should go on there. Though, just watch. Watch like um, the, it, it, the the head. The YouTube title will be like something like um, uh, 10 Interesting Facts About the Christchurch Attack," and then it would just be some guy, some white dude with a shit beard, just going, "Here's ten things that you didn't know that the media is not telling you," and it will, they'll all just be like stupid things. And then the comments section will be just be like, "Yeah, well, bro, I've been saying that uh, the government's been behind every disaster since uh, 1974," and then a whole bunch of other guys going, "Yeah," and then it will just be a whole bunch of uh, whatever Not that so frog mean thing is. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, what was your point about the terrorist? What do you, what was your, what a dumb plan? Why why was it a dumb plan?
1: <laughs> it was dumb because it was only. Like if his if his if his intention was to, um, I mean, it's deter to know his
0: inten- def- deter Muslim to, integration in the community or from coming to New Zealand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Clearly, his long term plan was not solid. But he, <laughs> he like I don't like if it was to I don't know. Um, Help fight the fight against Muslims, as he perceived this fight to be. Yeah, or then maintain all or he's uphold done, the white supremacy status quo. Sure, um, but you know he's just put a if if uh, ISIS if ISIS are still operating, which I think they're almost done. By the way, um, he's just kind of put a target on on New Zealand, though, hasn't he? A target in which sense? In terms of retaliation. Yeah, but he's
0: not from New Zealand, so he probably doesn't care, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: he was Australian. It's not about what he cares about. It's about what... I mean, if you're as in, as your Is your general point, like,
0: if you're trying to be white supremacist, then why attack other races or ethnicities I'm saying... because that will provoke <laughs> like a fight.
1: Yes. Yeah. So what it's, should, it's provocative. this is a weird hypothetical, <laughs> but what should a, is... what
0: should a white supremacist do? to If, if not like
1: be violent to the people they hate. Honestly, I thought you'd never ask. Um, I, well, I think the best measured forum, like a a little bit of a (laughs) high school debate class. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Now, answer for the other side. Um, I think, well, I think the best way to do it is just preaching really. Like, um, kind of non-aggressive.
0: But but, but white, you know, white supremacy mindset, you're not preaching a religion are you or are you saying you should you should you should adopt those kind of practices and stand on the soapbox and say you know white people are better and and you know brown people are taking our jobs and that
1: kind of thing Hmm. yeah that's interesting
0: um look I'm not here to defend this guy no, in I've, the slightest but yeah, no, no. I don't I don't know that his attempt you know was <laughs> Oh fuck I don't like this but it tells you. it makes it makes sense to me that in terms of a plan if you're going to be if you hate muslims then you attack muslims right like what what <laughs> that's a fairly logical end point for your white supremacy goals if you're a
1: psychopath Right. It I agree. I agree. <laughs> We're going to get flagged for this episode by the way. Um, <laughs> but, it might happen. Um, no, I think that um yeah. I think it I think it just it shows a lack of forethought.
0: But I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't see I don't, it's see, a one-dimensional I don't see approach. how ISIS this, again, this is so stupid. <laughs> I can't believe you brought dragged us into this. I can't see how ISIS would retaliate against New Zealand. Because Why? New Zealand because New Zealand was only the location of the attack. This is the whole point. New Zealand just came together in the biggest show of Islamic support and community that the Western world has ever seen. They renounced, um, you know what was the line? We, you are not one of us, and we utterly re- reject and condemn you. You know they couldn't have been more forceful in in the distancing of this white Australian outsider who came in and did this horrific thing. So I don't, don't know. Say he's Australian, in- mate. He was Australian. Don't
1: put it on us. Don't put it he, on us.
0: He was Australian. If uh, if you're ISIS, I don't know why, in any sense, you would come out against New Zealand for what happened. It makes no sense. Yeah, so I don't know how we gently roll out of that into anything else. But it was uh, it was weird times, and it's still it's going to take a while to heal.
1: Yeah. What's the vibe now?
0: Better. Better in terms of normalcy and interactions. The morning after. So I'd, I'd stayed at home on that Friday night and cook myself a dinner. And then in the morning, got up and uh, there's like a market that happens sort of around the corner. Um, so I often wandered there on a Saturday to stretch my legs and get some brekkie or a coffee or something. <clears throat> it's quite popular. Um, and this whole heap of food stalls and that sort of thing. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll head out and I'll, you know, see what's see what's up. Didn't leave the house since five o'clock the day before. Um, and I got there and it was noticeably more quiet. Noticeably fewer stalls had shown up. Noticeably, like, less people around. But everyone that you saw and that you spoke to and that you caught the eye of as you walked past or that you bumped into everyone over that entire weekend was so genuinely compassionate and patient and friendly in a like almost cliche sort of 1950s way where you, you know, you're ordering something over the, you know, ordering a coffee over the counter and before you even get to the order, it it was kind of like, how you doing in a genuinely sincere kind of way that felt not wrote felt not you know just that normal server interaction but like hey you're you're good right and that was quite quite sort of touching and and again reinforce that sort of the sense of the community coming together a little bit um do, and that, does that,
1: Christchurch have much of a nightlife?
0: It has some, like, but it's not what, like no, not not in like a not an Australian city scale. Like there are definitely like, was it the type of thing where like bars closed and stuff
1: like did, I would, did yeah still I, think have so. a I was meant night?
0: to go to a, I was meant to go to a party on Friday night and it got deferred it was pushed back. No the shocking thing about thats that.
1: You're going to a party to be
0: honest. Okay. Well, that was an unnecessary slam when describing yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. the context. Um, <laughs> um But yeah, so that that sense of that, that kind of sort of patience and, and friendliness and everything, that, that sort of returned a bit more to normal. Not that anyone's, you know, necessarily rude or anything anymore, but it, it's it's sort of like normal again, which is just typically friendly Kiwi stuff without it being that that sort of deeper connection thing. But the most yeah. interesting thing about it as well was seeing Christchurch in international news, like listening to Colbert yeah. talk about it or, um, yeah. you know, uh, John Oliver talking about it. Um, and so many people on like my Twitter feeds talking about it. And I was like, this isn't, it was to the top of Reddit, it was just everywhere. And seeing, you know, New York Times coverage of it. Um, oh, that was one of the other things as well, that one of the other perspectives I had on, on the Friday night was one of my friends over here is a, um, like a video journalist for um, the major sort of public radio station in um, in New Zealand. And he's the only video op um, on the South Island. So when it happened, they sent him, like he was the guy, like he went and covered it all weekend. He was on the PM's oh, motorcade. Wow and everything so i was i was hearing again like what he had been thrust into he was from adelaide originally as well and he just ended up being at the front line of a terrorist attack in media coverage and that's like again just one of those other things where it's a small enough city that you know people who saw it in all different kind of angles Um, so hearing it from the international perspective as well was was very strange and I don't know if you saw Colbert but he he was apparently meant to be in New Zealand following up on an interaction that he had when Jacinda Ardern was on his show last year she said hey did you want to come down and he's a big Lord of the Rings nerd so he wanted to come and be inducted as a citizen of Hobbiton (laughs) and they apparently set it up in secret to do a a bit of a field shoot but deferred it because, because of everything that happened
1: well. Mm.
0: If you can think of a segment that would be a gentle and nice way to end this, I would I'm all ears.
1: I've got I've got I've got a game. Okay. To cheer you up. Okay. I was gonna do this last week and I'm so excited about this game. Okay. I came up with this game and I was like, oh fuck. oh, This is the best. Um, okay, uh, yeah, I think we should play this game because it's like you know uh I mean it's do, I mean, life goes on, I mean on. Oh. okay, I was trying to work trying to work
0: out whether part of the game was just working out what the fucking game was because you stammered for the past like thirty five seconds. <laughs> but no, it just turns out you were trying to find a way to say, oh, get over it." I was,
1: I was, I was, um, without saying that, without actually saying that, because I don't mean it. And also, it was also what you were saying. You know how you said before, before you started rambling about it all. No, that's a joke. But before you started talking about your experience with it, with, with with horrific events like that, you know how you were saying you you don't know if it's going to be self-indulgent i i think it's like the opposite because if you think about something like 911 or something like that like when i think back i still watch now like how fascinating are uh, the morning like people's recounts of the morning of 911 before it happened like from teachers and stuff like that's what gives you a sense of being there that's what that's what that's what helps transport you to there and what helps uh, give you a direct, empathetic link to the situation. Mm. So I don't think it's I don't think it's um I don't think it's self indulgent at all. It's just like it's, it's that's what paints the world. And it was very interesting to hear what you said. Well, thank you. In other news, I've got a new game called Celebrity Celebrity Net Worth, and I've got a jingle. I thought of a jingle before. Um, I can't think of it now. So, just try and make one up now.
0: Well, see if you can stumble into the one you'd prepared by starting one that you hadn't prepared.
1: <laughs> That's probably what happened. I mean. Okay, um, I have no idea what I, I was. I thought of it when I was making pasta, and now I can't. Nothing. All I can think of is pasta and Rob Schneider for some reason. Okay,
0: um, the two things you only ever think about. <laughs> There was a first laugh because it was a joke and then there was a second laugh where you're like actually realising there's actually some truth to it. (laughs)
1: 100% why I had two different laughs then. That is exactly what happened. We might have been podcasting for too long. Dude, I think about Rob Schneider way too much. I don't know why. Something about him just fascinates me. Uh, He's so shit. He's so shit. But sometimes he's funny I don't know, man. Ace worth a fucking shitload. Anyway, we'll get to that because... Celebrity net worth. Celebrity net worth. How much are they worth? Going for like a little... It's quite good. A little um, bit jazzy. I felt like I should have been... A little bit Frank Sinatra. Yeah, clicking along. Anyway, so this is the game, Nick. So what happens is you write down five celebrities. Okay. I write down five celebrities. Uh Uh-huh. And what we do... Is try to guess the net worth of that celebrity. Okay, and how do we know what the net worth of the celebrity is to well verify? Just look it up. So basically, you just type in any actor or uh-huh. celebrity uh-huh. with net worth next to it in the search, uh-huh. um, and it will Google spits Google, it out. It's a very uh, it's a very Accurate. Um, <laughs> No, I wouldn't say, I was going to say accurate. I was going to say, um, a popular search. Okay. On Google, because if you type in like any actor, it might just be my Google. Cause I, I search it so much. I just <laughs> want to know how much people are worth. Um, but anyway, I got, gonna, I got a good one to get you started with. Okay. I'm, I'm so ready like, for this. Good. Okay. So do you have a pen and paper there? Uh, yep. Okay, go. You write down five celebrities, okay, and I'll write five celebrities, and I'm also going to have a shot. Oh, this feels like Graham Norton a little bit. Okay. I'm Graham Norton. You're like, why are you mm-hmm. Graham Norton? Because I'm gayer than you in a way. Well, I um, suck more dicks. <laughs> was funny <laughs> i'm getting <a> shot <laughs> all right so should we go in um should we go in back and forth um t- tandem is that what that's called tandem tandem would be tandem doing it the, same, the same, time, same i guess um what's that word then alternating order mm. yeah yeah all right do you want me all to right, lead off um Who's your first celebrity?
0: My first celebrity is Michael Shannon. Michael, Michael Shannon. Shannon. Critical okay. darling. Been in some terrific films. But what is I'm he worth? I'm going to guess
1: worth? 32 million.
0: 32 million?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Do I have to Google now to it? What's find What's your guess? Uh, I, can, can I think it's Google? less than that. I don't know what it would be. I don't think he's made much money. I think it's like 12 million. Okay. I could just Google next w- net worth with Michael Shannon. Oh, yep. $8 million. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Overshot. Overshot. Are you were right. way overshot. Um, Nick for yes. you, David Beckham,
0: David Beckham. Okay. Yeah. Underwear model, obviously, played a bit of sport. Uh, married to Victoria Beckham. Uh, posh. I think, I think he's definitely in the area of around eight hundred million.
1: You work. You reckon he's worth almost. Oh, oh fuck! Just did another shot. You reckon he's worth almost a billion dollars. Yeah, maybe that's in the triple line digits. And
0: he's, it, maybe he's more like two hundred and
1: fifty million, something like that. Now we're not talking about the Beckhams, by the way. We're talking about an individual. I mean, yeah, I reckon. I reckon two hundred million. I reckon two fifty. You said eight hundred, but okay.
0: Yeah, well, okay. I'll I'll stick to eight hundred, but yeah, I
1: suspect I'm wrong. David Beckham net worth. Ooh, 339 million pounds. Okay, okay. we are close. Okay,
0: What's, hold on. What's 339? As of 2018. keep pounds in... What do you want it in, US dollars or Australian dollars? US yeah, dollars. No,
1: US dollars, mate, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's uh, 450 million US dollars. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's properly up there. All right, uh, number two. How many of these are we doing? We're doing five each. Yeah, it <laughs> that's seems a bit excessive, much. but let's yeah. go for it. Uh, okay, let's go for three each. I feel like two of mine I can drop. Yeah, but I'm having fun, but that's fine. Sharon Stone. Ooh.
1: Sharon Stone. Still more than, more than Michael Shannon, I think, but only from syndication. Um, syndication (laughs) which is which is which is kind of a back alley in thought I'm going to go with 20 million dollars now
0: Google doesn't think she's important enough to autofill the answer but according to celebritynetworth.com she's worth an estimated 60 million dollars
1: Oh what for you're, what?
0: you're not very good at this. Well for she was popular so decades ago and that she's just sat on some good interest for those you know ensuing years.
1: Well how how am I meant to know how well she's invested?
0: Well you just got to this is part of the game Michael you've got to understand their fina- financial acuity.
1: All right. Um, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Whoa. Jordan Peterson, interesting. His net look worth, look well. objectively, book. is probably also zero. Also, funny dollars. how. In did you hear in New Zealand how they banned his book at that Whitmore's? Is it Whitmore's a book chain there? Whitco's. They banned his book 12 Rules for Life" because there was a photo that uh, someone that took with him, with a shirt. It looked like a, a someone had gone up and taken a fan photo with him. That said, proud Islamophobe, um, and he like took a photo with someone with a T-shirt that said that, and this book chain in New Zealand banned his book. Did stop selling. who took the
0: photo? Jordan took a photo with someone wearing a proud Islamophobe. No, it Islamophobe. was it was no, the Jordan other way wasn't around. Big.
1: It was it was like it looked like a meet and greet, right? Um, and the and the person wearing a the T-shirt. Photo, yeah, um, and they've uh, they've banned his book. Interestingly. Still selling mein Kampf. But, um, all right, Jordan Peterson, what do, you, what do you guess?:
0: Well, he has his whole like fan-supported funding model as well. I reckon he's probably in the realm of
1: bear in mind, he is Canadian.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I'm going to say maybe 20 million.
1: I'm gonna go with twenty-one million. Oh, but remember, it's the closest
0: without going over.
1: Ooh, <laughs> one point five million. Yeah, see, it does not. say... See- I reckon my parents are worth. Oh, I should not say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he That's spends so all of his money on beef, so it's all basically
1: it's in stock. That's a beef joke. All right, last one from you. Are you enjoying this game, by the way? I am enjoying this game. Because uh, we got tall. another game. Okay, we got another game for next week, right? Okay. You guess the rotten tomato meter score of movies. <laughs> well, something to look forward. Pretty to.
0: Pretty fun. Um, Hell yeah, okay. dude! Speaking of dudes, what is the net worth of Owen Wilson?
1: Ooh. That's. I wish I came up with this one. You're welcome. We got mad credit from the boys um, imagine if it's less than Sharon Stones um, 100 mil 100 mil easy you're going for you a, mean Dupree you're going one of the best <laughs> movies
0: ever. going for a, a cool Classic. hundo
1: what's your favourite Owen Wilson movie Step Brothers wasn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's one of my favourite movies. Best <laughs> on Wilson movie. It's uh, yes.
0: limited, hundred percent. Yeah, that's very good. Um, you
1: know, guess get just quickly. I know I'm going on a tangent. I know I know it's eleven oh eight PM there, and for me it's nine oh eight PM, which I'm is. I'm glad you know what time it is between for night you. And day. But guess what? The Rotten Tomato score. The Darjeeling limit is. Oh, it's probably like 64% because, or something. Yeah. Why is it so low? Do you I don't know. What is movie? it? I think it's about that. Um, I looked this up the other day because I was shocked. Because I think that's one of my favorite movies ever. It's just because you really sympathize with someone with nose problems. Uh, 69%. 69%. I'm know.
0: very good at guessing these and you are not. Um, Owen Wilson's Net Worth. 70 million. Yeah, very
1: close. S- nope. Just a casual 30 mil off by almost 50 right. cents. Um, my last one for you is. Ooh, I've got two to choose from. Leighton Hewitt.
0: Oh, you've, see, you've thrown <laughs> a couple of sport ones in the mix, which is quite interesting. Sure.
1: Not my first rodeo, my friend. Lele.
0: Um, Layton Hewitt. Mm-hmm. You know what? He He had a run and then he hasn't had a run. But he's also. Stuck at it for a while
1: Good rundown Wikipedia I think
0: (laughs) uh, So he played some tennis He also does um, He does the lob shots He does uh, Backspin I think uh, I'm going to
1: go with It's more than Jordan Peterson by the way Yeah
0: Everyone's more than Jordan Peterson Um, I'm going to go with 16 million 15, you are good at this, my friend.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: pleasantly, I'm pretending like I was very confident, but
1: secretly, I'm very excited how close I was. You are actually weirdly good at this. Yeah. And I'm weirdly bad at it. Yeah. because know... I just wanted to invent a game that I would be good at. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the truth comes <laughs>
0: out. If you've enjoyed this kind of thing, a little bit of... Um... Well, look, you heard this episode. I don't need to recap the... Um disparate ends of the emotional spectrum that we covered but if you're looking for more (laughs) there is a plenty of it at deepfort.pubbean.com you can find all kinds of memes and comments and threads at facebook.com forward slash deepfort you can send us emails which we will get to in fact let's do it after this deepfort at gmail.com and twitter.com slash deepfort for the same default tweet every time we put up an episode uh default Shall we jump in the old mailbox? Let's play a a quick jingle and just end on a bit of mail, eh?
1: Hell, if we have any. Otherwise, it's going to be more depressing than... Mm. Better not finish that sentence. Mailbag, mailbag. It's the weekly mailbag. Take thoughts, mailbag.
0: Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael, welcome back to the mailbox, my friend. It's been a while. It has been some months, but I love that
1: I'm not given access
0: to the email. Don't you haven't earned? I don't. I your I'm pen not, license yet, mate? You're not allowed to I don't fool around. Have the uh... <laughs> you don't have the authority Four emails. The first is addressed from a uh, Mr. David Nicholas. The subject line. Sounds promising. Attention, my dear. A little bit sexy. Is it smell? Good news, my dear. The British High Commission has actually verified and discovered that your payment has been unnecessarily delayed by corrupt officials of the company who are trying to divert your fund of 4.7 point zero million dollars into their private accounts therefore we've obtained an irrevocable payment guarantee on your payment with the bank to make your payment through our new atm visa card system which you can use to withdraw your money in any atm machine around your area
1: <laughs> yeah I'm i'd gonna, love to I'm guess my, your net worth to be uh, honest go ahead mm-hmm. if it's anything like my net worth i'm gonna say fourteen dollars
0: as a little bit more. <laughs> In <that> uh, case. <laughs> can, I... can I borrow $14? Because <laughs> 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 I have zero dollars. <laughs> and I'd really love what
1: they say about me on the internet to be correct. <laughs> uh,
0: second email from the Google Plus team. Your personal Google Plus account is going away on April 2nd. That's a shame we never set one up. Third email, PayPal has some important updates to our legal agreements. I refuse to read them, but email number four is from a particular Mrs. Emma. Hello, Michael and Nick. A Christmas question for you. This was sent on the 27th (laughs) of November, 2018. So it is roughly five months late. I love that we've had
1: four emails in four months.
0: Oh, no, I skipped over some other ones. Give us some credit.
1: Okay. <laughs> what, what were the ones that you didn't read out? Because oh, just the boring ones. Three spams. <laughs> <laughs> there was
0: three other PayPal messages and <laughs> <laughs> some, <look> o- <laughs> some other spams. Um, here's Emma's question. How and where does Santa wee or poo when he's delivering presents <laughs> to children across the world? All that milk cookies okay. and whiskey has to go somewhere. Love from your number nine fan. What? Um Michael, do you reckon Santa has a she or a catheter?
1: Some kind to of To be honest, it's easier for me system? to imagine Santa pooping than it is for me to imagine Emma pooping. Yeah, that's so romantic. I don't imagine her pooping. I imagine, I imagine her it's pooping all the time. <laughs> very different. How do you poop? Do you have do you have like Well, here's an interesting
0: pooping? thing. Um on. this is this is poop related though it's not specifically poop subject. In terms of the wipe, are you a stand up person or are you a lean and wipe? Because there are two very distinct people in the world. And I have discovered in the past couple of years that there are people who stand. Stand after the business is done and wipe. Which seems absolutely bizarre to me.
1: I am genuinely horrified by the standing up method.
0: Have you Um, encountered anyone who has claimed to do this? No. I'm very much a, you know, shift the weight, lean one leg just high enough to get a hand under there. Do your business. Don't ever leave a seat.
1: Um. Uh, yeah i i I, I, use, I employed the same technique, uh, Nick. I, I've also discovered from listening to uh, another podcast, Dax Shepherd's podcast, yeah. <laughs> which is surprisingly kind of okay. Um, that uh, there are some people also that wipe from back to front.
0: From back to front.
1: Yeah, so okay. from.
0: Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah,
1: the geography. You get it. Yeah. Um, the, of which Dak Shepard is one of those people. Wait, he's a back um, to fronter. And apparently a lot of people are. Back to front? From
0: the back to the front? I mean, I know for women, they're very much advised otherwise.
1: <laughs> you'd, you'd hope so.
0: No, that's not a joke. Thankfully, that's not Emma a joke, that's, that's joke line. That's, but... that's like. Do you not
1: remember your sex ed classes? Oh, I can see I can see the um rationale behind it, yeah. Yeah. Geographically. Um
0: so yeah, I'd never considered
1: Sorry, did you say geographically?
0: <laughs> in the um female sex area. Yeah. Um
1: on a map. On a map. <laughs> I got it.
0: Yep. I don't get what the benefit of a back to front white would be. You know what? Is habit. I should be more open minded. I'll try it tonight. I'll let everyone know next week
1: how I feel. No, don't do that. Because um, you need your. Wait, let me just.
0: Michael is gesturing be uh, on the seat to depict the action in a back to front kind of way.
1: And he seems dissatisfied. Yeah, try it out, see how it goes. I can't imagine that it's going to be good see how it goes do you feel like
0: if you had the resources you would make use of a bidet because I have to say I think there's something kind of appealing about the idea of not like wiping away the filth you know do a bit of a wash and then pat dry
1: well it's it is it is weird how in Western culture that we um, we take such effort with we go to such degrees to wash our hands uh, and we and yet we still wipe. I think it seems um, ancient. I would definitely a get a Japanese toilet. Yeah, definitely. With the, I think they're uh, great.
0: The jets, but. That's, and maybe, that's a good in between, right? Like a, between a bidet and a,
1: and which you have to like plumb as a separate sort of appliance. Ideal scenario, yeah. Bidet and then just a wipe for good measure. Just yeah, just to just to check all, cover all the bases, cover all the bases, cover all the bases. Yeah, not not one, but the the um, yeah, it does seem un it does seem uncouth.
0: Have you watched the uh, James Acaster specials where he talks about it? The repertoire? I think
1: I have, yeah.
0: He talks about how uh, I think the metaphor he uses is it's like trying to get peanut butter out of a carpet with a broom. (laughs) 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 And that. Or I think the other one he says is if you got shit in your hair would you be happy just to wipe it out with a piece of paper? Or would you not immediately go home and wash your entire head?
1: Exactly. It's it's Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. He is, he is the fucking funniest man. I've got tickets to go see him, actually. Me too. I'm going to go see it with Sean in May. We're going up to Auckland. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: The, um... Did you see that?
1: I've been working on my impression of him a little bit. You
0: hear it now that I say that I think it might have been Daniel Sloss whose bit that was and not James A. Caster, but anyway, go on.
1: Oh, you've got tickets to Daniel Sloss?
0: No, I've got tickets to A. Caster, but I think the bit about the um, wiping your ass was a oh, Daniel right. Sloss
1: bit. Um, go on,
0: yeah, do your uh, um, A. Caster.
1: In my A. Caster, I was just I was describing, you know, the, did you see that, um, the Radiohead? Thing that I put up the other day with James, James, I t- describing his bake off thing. Yeah, and it was oh, a I've lost my shit for so long. And I was trying to describe it to Emma <laughs> and stumbled on an impression. Um, it was like, um, started making it, uh, had a breakdown, uh, bottle seat. receipt. It's obviously better because he he doesn't, he can't pronounce his R's, he pronounces yeah. R's as W.
0: He's he's
1: got a very addictive... He also does this. He also looks around a lot.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that doesn't really translate on a podcast, but I I appreciated it
1: personally.
0: I'm very much looking forward to him. Go on. (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to him.
1: Can you include all of this, by the way? We'll end it now. Nah. Okay. Now. (laughs) Just I bet what, you're just, tired as fuck. Just I bet like, you're really tired. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> it's, it is 11:21. I mean, yeah. Uh, I
0: like the way that you keep proving that you know what time it is now. It's very sweet of you.
1: It's now 11:22. <laughs> it's like you're right here you just, with me. <laughs> you just, you just add a minute. Every minute, you just add a minute. <laughs> 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 uh. why is that funny I'm pissed uh uh